Shannon and I are welcoming to the studio two of our favorite women. Yes. Uh, autism moms, warrior moms, and uh, as is often the case, these women have taken their passion and have turned it into action in the world. You are activists, you are advocates. Emily Island is a, is a nationally known author and advocate, past president of the Autism Society LA, and she is also the creator of an amazing program and a movie called Be Safe, which is teaching law enforcement personnel, how to interact with individuals on the spectrum, and conversely, teaching individuals on the spectrum how to interact with law enforcement. Yes. Star Taxman is a disability advocate and works with many families to educate them about their rights and to advocate for them within the system. So welcome, ladies. Thank you very Thank much. You. Yeah. And we're here to discuss... Yes. Well, our safety. community and safety, and I, I want to just recap a little bit about uh, how amazing these three women are because we had a we had a crisis in our community um, that that we Two didn't weeks ago. that it took us a little while to know <clears throat> about, but we um, somebody uh, an autism mom Wanda Rapp she notified Nancy and said, "Do you guys know about this young man Romario Snow who's missing?" And it and then Nancy called me and said, "Are you covering this?" I said, "I don't know anything None about this." None of us this. knew anything about. So, so we hit the ground running and started to take some action. But you Nancy, Nancy, out. well, but you did a lot of things too. And then Nancy had to leave. Nancy left on a yoga uh, retreat at a monastery for a long weekend. And and so there, I, and so there I was. And uh, and a new call came from Wanda, the mom who had notified her and said, "We need some help. We need some help now. Some new things are happening in this case." And I sat there and I said, "I don't know what to do. I don't know who to call." And so. And I thought for just a moment, and then I called Star, and I called Emily, and I said, help. What can this mom do? What kind of help can we provide? And both of them came through with flying colors. I mean, I want to cry I know, I know. by, you know, the fact that you guys called and really hit the ground running and had so many great suggestions for this mom and for this young man. It was so amazing. And... Then what was funny, what, and you guys don't even know this, but I wrote back to let that first mom know that action had been taken and that you guys had, had given advice. And she got that email as she was dropping her child off to school, looked at the email and said, I sat here and cried wow. and said how amazing it is to be in the company of women who take care of each other. And this isn't their kid. We're all tearing up. <laughs> yeah. So, I, you know, I have to say that, you know, we, we were able to put our heads together and so much changed and we're going to have each one of you talk about what you brought to the pie right. but we also want to talk about how as a community because we there was two weeks when none of us knew that it was happening and and for us as a community to figure out how we shorten that time and help other communities to know what we what they can do right so that this never happens again yeah. mm -hmm. um, so to sum it up we had a boy 18 years old so of course when the police got the missing some of the posters some of the information mentioned he had autism some didn't that was not widely publicized Romario is functioning at the level of a 10 year old but the mother could not get the news media interested and she couldn't really get mobilized the community so what I'm going to start with you Emily what can our community do so we never underreact to a missing 18 year old boy with autism again well, we have to know that people with autism are vulnerable and they're 
developmental age doesn't match their calendar age. That's one thing right there, that they are critical missing. And the press release I saw from LAPD that went out July 1st did say that he had autism and functioned like a 10-year-old. Mm -hmm. The LAPD knows what it means. So it's just getting the word out farther, like through Facebook. I, I saw it in Facebook a while ago, but I assumed he was found. No. You know, I, I assumed that it, I just didn't get the follow-up email that he was found. I had right. no idea he was missing that long. 20 days. Yeah. Which is Roaming terrifying. the streets, riding the MTA, no less, which if, if we'll talk about this idea of a silver alert in a little mm -hmm. bit, mm -hmm. but had that alert system been in place for individuals with developmental uh, disabilities, undoubtedly the MTA would have been aware of it. Yes. So anyway, in homeless shelters and wandering the streets with shopping carts, hooking up with homeless people. Well, can I be honest with you? Yeah. Adults with autism aren't as adorable as children with autism. Let's and that is part of our problem, and I just have to say it so that it can be part of our solution. You're absolutely yes. right. The, the community is all over a lost child who is adorable like any little kid, but adults aren't as cute, and people have less interest, and people don't understand how vulnerable they are. Absolutely. But when I called both of you, the first question that you both asked me, I have to say, was, was this young man conserved? And maybe, uh, Star, you can talk a little bit about why that is so crucial and what, what conserving an adult is and, and why it's something that we need to do if we've got a teenager who is 16, 17, or 18, why it's a signal to everybody in the community and to the police when they are conserved that they need a little bit more help? Well, first off, you cannot conserve someone until they are 18. Okay. But you can start the process but when they're 16? you can start the process. You really don't need to start the process before, say, three to six months. Okay. okay. And what does conserve cons mean? That's what I was just going to say. Conserve <clears throat> is, there's a huge difference between being a minor, which is under the legal age of 18, and being an adult. And it is an entirely different world once you hit adult age, whether you're still in school or not, whether you have an IEP or not. You still have, you at 18 get all your legal adult constitutional rights. Now, if you are, if you have autism or intellectual disabilities or psychiatric disabilities, and you're not really capable of making um, the choices that are in the best of your, in your best welfare, mm -hmm. then what a parent or caretaker can do is apply for what's called a conservatorship. And it actually, there are three different kinds, but the one that parents and caregivers can apply for is a limited conservatorship which involves only seven of your constitutional rights. Okay. okay. All right. And then you, you have to fill out, it's a lot of paperwork, it's about 21 court documents. Of course. It's a big deal <laughs> to take somebody's constitutional right away. Right. One of those seven rights, for example, is the ability to vote, the right to vote. Mm -hmm. If they can fill out a, a voter form, then that right is not taken away from mm -hmm. them. So a, a judge takes everything very seriously. So is this a judgment it, call on behalf of the parents? It is. If the parents are willing to, to take on, or a caretaker is willing to take on the responsibility of um, 
of those seven rights, one to seven of those rights, then they can apply for the conservatorship and you're asking the court system to grant you those rights it's uh, as if you're still the parent mm -hmm. of a minor. Okay. So, so you let's have everything, you have all those rights that you have over your minor children. Okay. So let me ask both of you, uh, um, hypothetically, okay, let's say Wyatt is now, you know, about to turn 18. And um, right now Wyatt's doing work, he's 12 and he's doing second, third grade level. Emotionally, you know, he's about second grade level. Um, and let's say he keeps at that level and when he's 18 he's really functioning more as a 12 year old would you recommend conservatorship in that kind of situation I would definitely um, for example my son Tom is considered very high functioning he's yes. an accountant graduated from college drives and works but he went to a health club to check it out and he came home and a few days later he said mom I joined a gym I said what he said, yeah, I'm a lifetime member. And he had signed a contract, mm -hmm. and it was legal because he was over 18, and sure. it didn't matter they had autism. The law applies to people with autism like everybody else. So if the person needs more supervision and assistance with their rights, like to, to not be ripped off, to you know not be hurt, yeah. yes. To be preyed upon yeah. by, let's face it, there's a lot of people preying upon seniors out there. There's yes. a lot of people preying upon the developmentally disabled. So did you conserve your son? I did not because he can communicate with us now. We have a deal, you know, about these certain decision making right. that he'll come to us. If I felt he couldn't, uh, I know that sometimes he can't judge for himself. So, he, but he he's able to communicate with us and we help him. But someone who can't judge it for themselves and can't communicate about it is really the ideal person to conserve. Someone who's developed, someone who always needs constant attention as a child needs is the most likely person the most likely but other people might need to be conserved if the person wants to be conserved you have a better chance with the judge and if if the if there's a clear need to conserve then the judge uh, can usually see that okay I have one follow-up question though so you mentioned that there were seven seven different points seven. can you choose to conserve them only on parts of it and not yes. all of it so yes. if I if I felt that I needed to conserve my son just for medical choices could I do that and allow him to still vote you that would be up to the judge oh no 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 you don't have to apply for all those okay. you can check which one of those that you want mm. okay the main one I think that would be of concern here is housing yes so one of those rights is for example with regional center it is if you're if they're in a group home mm-hmm all right it's voluntary so if they walk out they walk out, and if okay. you don't have a conservatorship, there's nothing you can do. Okay. The last, However, oh, sorry. If, if you have a conservatorship, it no longer becomes voluntary. All right. And then regional center is required to find um, maybe a higher level placement for that individual. Okay. okay. Emily, what were you about to I say? I was going to say the last uh, right that the judge wants to give away is sexual choices. Mm -hmm. um, but that can be conserved if someone Marriage. would be victimized. Yes, and all those kinds of personal sexuality choices can be conserved or left off the conservatorship. Okay. If it's felt that the person has the judgment to be safe and uh, make their own sexual uh, behavior choices, or if that needs to be controlled by somebody else to protect them. So it's, it's one of those things. But I did want to mention that unless an adult is conserved, if something goes wrong with the police, 
they don't have to tell you anything yeah. if the person's over 18. They that won't is the tell you anything. Risk. Right? They, they can't tell you anything. They can't. Yeah. Just like a HIPAA law protects mm -hmm. on the medical. Right. You know, it's a, you're in the same yes, boat. Yes, which I've been through extremely frustrating with both of my parents when they reached the end of their life because they had not signed that. And I couldn't get basic information on my parents' health. I couldn't call their doctors. So this is really important. And imagine that things. with our kids. Exactly. After we've been in control. Right. And all their lives. And losing that at 18. For right. a reason you're in control yes. of their lives. Yes. yes. So right before they turn 18, if they ha are fun high functioning and have the mental capacity to realize what they're signing, another alternative is a power of attorney. So okay. with the power of attorney, then you still can get the medical information and everything, but with the power of attorney, they can take that away anytime they want. The, the, the child, your child can okay. revoke that. I don't want them to be my power of attorney anymore. Okay. 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 And also on the sexual choices, what that also includes, and, and Emily's absolutely right about that, it also includes if they get preyed upon, let's say, by somebody of, uh, that wants a relationship with them okay. and wants to take advantage of them financially. Uh, okay. So you then have control to be able to control who they are friends with as well as their partner and partnerships in marriage and that's very important now, we, because they, they get um, led on quite often. Yeah, okay. questions. yeah. Uh, one question about how old was the boy, I think we've covered that since 18. you in 18, but also they want to know if they want more information about you guys, where can they go to get more information? Because I think people listening to this, then it goes, okay, I need to talk to one of mm -hmm. these two ladies. Mm -hmm. So Emily, tell a little bit about where they can find you. Be safe, the movie.com. If you hit contact us, I'm us. Okay, you're <laughs> okay. us. And, and we should just for a second say, if you haven't already, you should get Be Safe, the movie. So so that your child, together, you and your child, whether they are young or adult, can sit and watch these things together. You will be more informed about what to do, and so will your child. It's it, such good work. Yeah, I'd like to also add, if you're a difference maker in the autism community, if you have access to a large group, um, by all means, share this with your child's school. If they're in a special needs school, by all means, share this with, with your, your behavior provider. This is a very important tool for our children. Yeah. Shannon said every child and parent should watch this film. Absolutely. And also the curriculum that goes along with it, 300 pages of differentiated materials so Amazing. that we can reach learners with less verbal ability or less cognitive ability to be sure that they can be safe too. Right. And someone with more ability, they can go beyond the curriculum and learn about the laws that affect them when they turn 18 themselves. Right. Yes. And things like that. So this that's is, what we talk about. This is about. really important. And so, reaching STAR, how do yes. we reach you STAR? My website is www.staradvocacy.com. And you have already and reached I'm, out to uh, Romario's mom, and you've yes. been working with her to help her to get him conserved. Yes. Uh, and made a lot of different recommendations for her. You had a big, long list of things that you that the two of you talked about, um, and you really specialize in these older kids helping parents to negotiate this really difficult time. Yeah. One of the things that the police wanted to do with Romario was to question him independently of the mother, and they were concerned because they found in the backpack two license, driver's licenses and two credit cards. Well, Romario has no idea how they got there, but the police thought, well, he might be involved with a gang, so he might have stolen these. And the mother was obviously concerned, Fiorella was obviously concerned, because she didn't want her son questioned by the police without her there. But she has but no right to that. 
Yeah. She has she has no choice. One of the inspirations for Be Safe is when I was working as an advocate for 300 families in Santa Clarita, one of my 14-year-old boy clients was taken out of his special day class by the sheriffs and questioned. And the, the mom didn't know he was being questioned, the parent principal didn't know, and the teacher didn't know. They just, everyone thought everyone else knew what was going on. So the first question they asked this boy, who was 14, had pretty severe autism, uh, function more like a nine-year-old. Mm -hmm. They said to him, do you know the difference between right and wrong? Mm -hmm. This is called the Gladys R question. In our state, if a child can answer, yes, I understand the difference, then they can be questioned without adult, an adult president over the age of eight. Wow. Any child, and I don't know if they changed Gladys R in our state, I know the PTA wanted to, but our, you know, this vulnerability uh, was what inspired me to, to create Be Safe, to teach our young ones to ask for a lawyer because they're yeah. not going to understand what's right. happening. Well, and they might answer yes, but they don't even know what the question is. No, yeah. Exactly. They, they well, really this understand. boy went on to, yeah. to make a, a confession to a felony crime and was <sighs> prosecuted, left his high school in handcuffs, and went straight to jail because he didn't understand this is why I created Be Safe. There's so many parts of the system that disadvantage our population and we don't even know what they are until something happens. Yeah. And so that's why I thought, well, what should we be teaching our young people? Lawyer up. Don't yeah. answer no, I don't know right. the difference. Okay. Yes. Let's I, get I to lawyering up though. Let's get to the, that question. One of the Money. first things I taught my son when he turned about 14 was, if you ever get stopped, you ever get in trouble, shut up and just say, I want a lawyer. Okay. That's all you have to remember because that's very important. And Nancy, my boy, my, my boy who this happened to, later when I was with him with his parents talking, we talked about lawyers, he said, but mom, I'm just a kid, I don't have money for a, a lawyer. Mm. So we, in my movie we teach that you can get a public defender and it's yes. free and what that yes. means. It puts it in terms and that they can understand. understand. Right. Yeah. Now yeah. let's talk about conservatorship though. Does that require funds? Is that something the average family can do without the help of an advocate? You can do it. You can absolutely do it. You can go down to the courthouse, to any courthouse in, in the country, and get the forms. They have help centers there. Okay. And you can fill out the forms. Uh, there's one that you take to a a doctor and have the doctor fill out. Mm -hmm. um, all it does is start the process. Who's well, giving parents this information? And I want to back up for a second uh, because both of you gave me a resource that has been life-changing okay. to me in the last week that I did not know about. Uh, and Emily, you were the that. first one that you, uh, it's a place called Betzedek. And they are going to be on the show with us on September 9th. Great. So um, to talk, I mean, they are an organization that provides the help to do a conservatorship yes. for free. Are they national? Uh, that I don't know. This, okay. I think so. Are they? They provide free, sure. free legal care. Okay. Yes. Um, actually, they are at every at the L.A. County Courthouse. I believe it's Monday through Friday from nine to twelve. They're at Santa Clarita Courthouse once a week. I did not know this. Um, and that. Then also at the at the Pasadena Courthouse once a week. Okay. But we'll be For talking to them hours. about at okay. the national. But an incredible organization that provides legal help not just with conservatorship but with a wide variety of other things as well. Okay. And they provide oh, yes. that help for free, which is nothing short of amazing to me. And if you didn't know about it, you certainly wouldn't be searching, googling Bet Zedek now, would we? No. Um, no. So pretty incredible. And both of you, yes. you know, very quickly said, and I said, Bet what? 
that? Uh, how do you spell that? Uh, but they'll be on the show on September 9th. I've been on their board of directors. They had a grant this past year for, they, they called it Partnerships in Collation. And it, it focused on our population that have intellectual disabilities that are heading into the geriatric mm. part of it, mm. of our world. And it is even, it's, I mean, these phases sometimes are, that affects people who are 30 years old. It's as if they're 70 or 80 years old. Wow. Okay. Wonderful well, group. And, and we, this, we needed seven hours to be yeah, able to do did. this because we we're did. almost out of time. Oh. So let's go to lo last thoughts about, as a community, what can we be doing to prevent this kind of thing from happening before? What action can each one of us mm -hmm. take? Emily? Well, I think uh, a layer of tools, use your layer of tools to prevent things from going wrong in the first place. Have the ID bracelet. They don't have to be those horrible metal things anymore. The police are trained to look for the wrist okay and if we can uh, identify a person who can't identify themselves so that someone sees in a homeless shelter oh look that person has the bracelet on maybe I should call the police and the police will respond immediately yeah, that's to that. something I've never even thought about doing for Wyatt. Me neither. I haven't thought about that and either. they have velcro ones they have ones that you need two hands to take off but don't bother the skin and of course you'll have to do systematic desensitization mm -hmm. if yes. that's what it takes yes, to get the person to wear it to. Yeah. but that but we're not using the tools that are at our disposal to prevent problems and and be safe is one of them and I was worried what would have happened if Romario was found by the police would he have run would he have fight and not Romario but just anybody right. exactly. in that situation do they know how to recognize the police as helpers mm -hmm. and cooperate and mm -hmm. that's why I created be safe and one of the goals that's another thing we're not doing is we're not making good transition plans to think of the future of adults so one of the I am a good yes, yeah. yes. yes she is and she'll get to that <laughs> student will identify and demonstrate how to file follow five commands used by the police stop put your hands in the air interlace your fingers they say that Oof. put your hands on the back of your head sit down and cross your ankles in front of you. That's what they're going to say. I and mean, it's, my child would be baffled. It's going to yeah. sound like a big, long string of right. nothing. nothing. Yeah. Unless they can see it, practice it, understand it, okay. and do it. Okay. So we need to, do, you need to get Be Safe the movie. That's what you need to yeah. do. Okay, and Star? I like the old camper tags that you can order. They're maybe 10 or $15, and mm -hmm. you can get hundreds of them. Okay. Um, the kind that when your kid goes to camp, you iron them on yes. in the inside Put of them your, in their clothes. the different clothing mm -hmm. and objects. With the phone also number, have, address? With the phone number and address. That way it's on their underwear, it's on their shirts, right. it's on their socks. You can put it inside their shoes, mm -hmm. wherever. And obviously teach your child their phone number and address. Ab oh, absolutely. Very For important every to child. learn that. Every in, child. Yeah, every child. But particularly a nonverbal child, what can they do? teach them how to write it out or to put the ID tag on, okay? And we don't in any way, I just want to say, we don't want to villainize the police here. The police yes. are working Absolutely. on learning more about autism. And we know that a lot of our law enforcement are very sensitive to this topic. They want to learn. But some of them just haven't been given the education, right? Well, uh, the Autism Society has been taking the lead on training the LAPD. So far, we've reached 4,000 officers, the SWAT team, the 911 operators, mental evaluation, the zoo police, the jailers. But there's such turnover, and there's 9,000 on the force, so right. it's hard to get through. However, 
they're going now internal and finding more ways to work internally rather than having people come from the outside to train. They're getting more and more training on the inside. Plus, we have the state training that any department can have called Autism Spectrum Disorders Recognition and Re Response, a free DVD that any department can have from post peace officer standing and standards and trainings. And we made that with Daryl Steinberg. Uh, we passed a law and then got this film made again given free to every agency in the state. So if somebody is watching in Kalamazoo and they want to get that for their police department, who do they need to contact? They would have to contact POST, P-O-S-T, which stands for Peace Officer Standards and Training. And typically an officer from Kalamazoo would have to call POST. Okay. It's not for, you know, citizens. Okay. But you could lobby your police and say, hey, I'm aware of this video. It's mm -hmm. free. Could you please do it? Yes. Uh, we'll, I'll get media to cover it. The fact that you did do it will say nice things about you. We can lobby you know? here in our own communities in California. Yes. Uh, you know, any community can lobby for police education. Mm -hmm. Okay, so important. We're yeah. really out of time. Yeah, yeah. And, and on the silver alert, we'll keep you posted on that. Yes. It's going to, I believe, to the governor sometime in mid-August. So we may need some letters of support yes. from the autism community. Well, and we will have you ladies back to talk more about these things, but I really want to commend both of you for the work that you do, how tireless you both are in the community, and how willing you were to hear the cry and do something about it, in this case and in all cases. So. Again, Emily Island and Star Taxman, we salute you. I'm glad to be in the company of great women.